Marvel DC, Marvel DC, Marvel DC, 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 Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. No image or dark horse. Hey, hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Geek Chat. I'm Desmond. I'm Rich. And we're your hosts for this roughly hour-long delve into comic book fantastical magical land, where you get to listen to two, you know, semi-sane geeks talk about all their comic book fantasies. Not oh, fantasies, but... That's it's, the sweetest thing you've ever said about me. So actually, what we do is we, we review comic books. You know, we give our opinions on the latest comics that have come out that have come out in the past week. Uh, we try to focus on indies as well, but, you know, we don't leave the capes crowd out. So uh, stay tuned, and um, we hope that you enjoy it. Um, if you want to contact us, you can send us an email at thegeekchat at gmail.com, or you can go to Facebook, if you're a part of Facebook, and join our group. Uh, we have a lot of members. We talk daily conversations about comic books. Just go to the group section, search The Geek Chat, and join the conversation. All righty, Rich. So what is first? We are going to be reviewing The Amazing Spider-Man number 26 from Marvel Comics. Dan Slott, the writer. Stuart Imonen, the pencils. Wade Von Grawbadger did the inks. And Marte Gracia did the coloring. And VCs, Joe Caramanga did the lettering. Yeah, covered the, by Alex Ross. Yeah, Alex Ross did the, the cover. With Silver Sable in her... Uh, 1970s? Yeah, her old outfit. She doesn't look anything like this no, now. No, he, he took the, the old one with like the, the, the silver dress and the silver fur and But all yet that. did the new Spider-Man. Yeah. Right. So, in this, it's part two. Last issue, Norman Osborn with his new faces. Many faces, actually. Many faces. Many faces. Um, we're He's in Hong Kong. now. <laughs> Could be. So, Silver Sable um, is trying to kill Osborn. Spider-Man, of course, doesn't kill anyone, and Mockingbird is along for the ride until she's told not to. Yeah, because she's not supposed to be there. Nope. Nick Fury was like, you're in you're in Hong Kong, and you're not supposed to be there, you yep. know, because we cannot have a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent there. So she's like, all right, I'm out, and she, like, left him. I was like, damn. Yeah. Which is kind of good, because, like, the cliche thing would have been for her to be like, no, I'm with Spidey, blah, 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 but of course, you know. She follows her allegiance. Yeah, and at the end, and at the end, you know, Peter Parker and uh, Parker Industries is like enemy number one for for trying to do something with 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 um, weapons and and whatnot. I really enjoyed this issue. Like I'm really, again, whenever I talk about Spider Man and whenever a Spider Man issue comes out, especially Amazing Spider Man, I just start to smile because I really enjoy what's going on. Quality writer, quality artist, really great stories. I love that Silver Sable is back. I've loved her since the '90s. Um, I remember when she was in like, like the McFarlane run, and then the then the Eric Larson run. I just love, I just love all of that. Ugh. You know what's funny is when you say their names, I automatically can see how everyone was drawn. Yep. Like in my yep. head, it shifts because back in the '90s. Now in the '90s, the '90s there's there's two things. There's either you're going to think about these artists that made an impact, or you're going to think about there was a period in the '90s, especially for DC where they would just throw random artists on every issue just to pump shit out. 
So some of the 90s had some really bad art, but some of the 90s had that memorable, will always stick in your head. And both those names, I can see both of their versions of the characters. It's great. I had one complaint. Remember last week we were talking about how dark Spider Miles was in the pages mm-hmm. and the coloring? I had a problem with that, with this issue. I know it took place at night, underground. I just felt a lot of the panels with that art, the stunning art, was just muted by these dark, dark colors. I totally disagree with you. Um, no, a couple of it was just no, a little too dark. The reason Even why I totally the, disagree with you is because because the juxtaposition... You're allowed to, and I'm allowed to have an opinion. Exactly, and I'm going to counteract your opinion. Well, I don't care. The, you should care. I don't fucking care, neither do Ew, our listeners. They, they don't do fucking care. care. No, they don't. They do care. No, they don't. The reason why it was better... And this one is, is because you can actually make out their shapes. Oh, yeah, you can. Silver, Silver Sable's outfit showed and gl- and it glue across. Glue. Glue. It glowed. It glue. It glowed. That's a new word. Glue. I, I, I made it that one up. No, but, there's some there's some panels where it's just a little too dark. You can, Right here, you can't even see the background. Yeah, it's supposed to. No. I, I liked it. I, I, I think your eyes are playing tricks on you. No, but a lot I think of it's, it's too dark. I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, you I was, have blinders on when it comes to this book it no, could be all shitty you'd be like i loved it no because it's there are certain favorite book. no because there are certain times when mm-hmm. when you're when your favorite artist kamikoli will, will make something that looks completely like you know crappy and, and call I it out too probably agree liar <laughs> but anyway it's a great book um it we is find, still a great book. we don't know how silver sable came back we were, you know, Spider-Man asked, and she's like, no. But the reason why she is back is because Norman Osborn is now a, a weapons dealer. And he uses these various different faces, and he tries to get, um, he becomes, he takes on the persona of various different crime bosses. And he uses their distribution to kind of get money. And all of the weapons and stuff are being created in Silver Sable's country. So it's, like, awesome. And so Silver Sable now is, like, has gone rogue while she's dead, and... And um, the countess, or, or the, the countess, or the, 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 the queen of her country, something like that, I, I can't remember, um, is now in bed with uh, Norman Osborn. Yep. And, and, then, course, and then Norman Osborn tells his son, like he, and Harry's. He outs to his son. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff happened in this book that I really enjoyed. And now, now, now uh, fucking Mockingbird has to go after Peter. And it's like, and Peter and Silver Sable are now teaming up. It's going to be interesting, you know, to see how, what happens if Spider-Man's, you know, going to allow her to kill him or she's going to allow him to stop her. It's like, I'm interested. I'm in, I'm, I'm in it to win it with this series. I want to know what's going on. Come on. So our next book we're going to talk about is uh, Superman Action Comics from DC Comics, The New World, Part 1, number 977. Uh, it is written by Dan Jurgens. Art by Ian Churchill. Uh, Hi-Fi did the colors. Rob Lay did the letters. And Andy Kerbert and Brad Anderson did the cover. And there's a couple other variant covers as well. So. Um, this wraps up the Superman Reborn with, yep. with the sun being captured and Mr. Mixtetoplick. And this is yeah. the fallout. Yeah. Clark Kent is now. I mean, Superman is now Clark Kent. Because when. If you followed that past series. You saw that the old Superman, which is the, I guess the new 52 Superman, his body merged, his body and soul merged with the uh, pre-52 Superman. So now everything in the world is right. He has a secret identity. They are no longer the Smiths. They are the Kents. 
and everything is golden, so to speak. Yeah. And then we get to actually, Dan Jurgens gets to go through and show his origin. The new combined the new, yep. origin, which pulls heavy from Jeff Johns' origin that he did of yep. Superman as well. But but did you notice, though, the um, what the Kryptonians were wearing were, were all the John Byrne. Yep. Oh, that's what um, I mean. They're pulling yeah, from everything. And I love it. I loved it. I love this issue because it set the status quo of what's going to be happening with Superman pertaining to his origin. Yeah. And I, we needed this we needed this issue. Like now everyone is on is on equal footing as to what to not to what to expect but what's going on. And then we get to see a major villain be reborn and I was like, "Oh damn. Oh damn." Yeah, who was the who was the villain that well Metallo comes back and I was like, "Who is this weird, you know, cybernetic Entity who was pulling all these people up, and then who's the, who's the guy that likes so to kill people with? He the... is from the New Fifty Two, which means they're keeping continuity. Okay, I didn't read it. Yeah, Remember, no we didn't they... read a lot of that, but they're keeping it. The albino guy who wants to kill people. The, to make they art. are blank. I guess is his name. They are keeping aspects of everything. Yep, which is exactly what we wanted. Yes, and I and I'm fine with that. Like I'm fine with it. I, I don't know. I, I was thinking about this on the way over here about how this book just seems like um, they built it up with this new Superman and the new continuity and everything. And it was building up, building up, building up, building up, building up. And now it's like they're basically stripping it back down to to its finer points. And I like this. It, it's, it's, it was an interesting ride. Um, I'm glad that this is returned to some symbols of normalcy. Um, I still think that I want I want to get a book that really much more uh, closely, um, I guess, much more closely examines their relationship. I mean, I guess Ty, or Trinity is doing that sorta. Yeah, Trinity is the one for the yeah. for the three, and I kind of like that because that's true. Yeah, you're right. You, that's where they're new. They're learning how to work together. Yeah, and, and that's why it gives it gives the kids. Damien and John Super Sons. Yeah, Super Sons gives us our kind of new um our new uh world's finest. So I mean it's 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 new, it's interesting, I like it. I gotta say, One I thing, love Ian Churchill's yeah, art. Yeah, his art was great. It is the cleanest and most I don't wanna say stripped down. He kept the figures, forms, the he did his own inking, I guess, too, because he's not just under art. Mm-hmm. Um, and the colorist really brings the pages, especially the Krypton pages. Yeah, just everything about the Krypton pages is gorgeous. His mother, you know, father's going back to the beard, which I liked the beard on Superman when he had the beard. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think this was a great issue. One thing, one thing that was missing, and I was really sad about this, was um. And I don't know why they kept it out or 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 or, or uh, didn't talk about it was um, with Jeff Johns connected uh, Clark Kent to the Legion of Superheroes and nothing that nothing was shown about him going to the Legion. No, because right now I don't think they know. I think what they're they're, they're, they're going to be doing something later this year supposedly, but I don't think they want to show their cards right now because of all they're doing with the rebirth. And with the button and the Watchmen, I think the Legion is the last thing they're trying to do. Let's get through these next couple months. Because the next up is Batman learning, I think, certain things like Superman did. Because we also get Wonder Woman in her annual 
we're supposed to wrap up everything, much like this issue did for mm-hmm. Superman. All right. So at least the Trinity, we're going to know what the fuck is up with them. Yeah, so the Trinity's going to get their mojo back, I guess. Mojo, Jojo. Mojo, Jojo. <sighs> All right, the next book we're going to review is Black Panther and the Crew, which Black Panther wasn't even in the issue. <laughs> He's kind of on the cover. Well, he's on the cover. His head uh, is. Anyway. His head is, yes. So, writer, Tanisi Coates. Penciler, Butch Geis. Inker, Scott Hanna. Colorist, Dan Brown. And they're going to be switching on and off um, every other issue with a new writer. It will be... I'm trying to find the name because it was up here. Here it is. Co-writer, Yona Harvey, who joins next issue. So there's going to be... They're going to be going... Um, Switching back and forth for the writing duties. Um, what did you think of this book? Um, I thought it was okay. <clears throat> I thought it was okay. A little... I like... I like this group. Um, I wish it was a bit more... So if you don't know the group, just so everyone knows... Yeah, it's, the uh, crew is going to be Misty Knight, Storm, Luke Cage, and Manifold. And Black Panther is going to jump in as well. I hope. I guess. I mean, he's he's on the like his name. It's, it's, his, it's name. his crew. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it all takes place in Harlem. It, you know, we get to see someone who was obviously Storm, but I guess Missy Knight doesn't know who she is, which was bizarre. Like that was the worst secret ever. She's that was... like, I know that woman from another life. And I'm just really. Like, you all were together in Black Panther's book like a month ago. Yeah, like you could, y'all can like chop it up. They, that... And then they were at the funeral for who died in Ezra. Yeah. No, 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 Uncle no. Ezra. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. The other guy. No, no. But then there was like an, an, another crew because it it, it kind of went back and forth in time. Well, it didn't go back and forth. It was just like at the beginning we get the the, the one that was the, the crew, the original crew that was trying to protect Harlem with glass right. and, and all of them and that person. And now I guess we need someone, a, no, a new type of crew to step up and protect Harlem. And then like the Robotrons and I don't know. Does it, I, so I, guy, I get it. This you know? guy dies in police custody. There's a huge riot. The police are call, being called killer cops and the family members of this killed man are walking with this woman named blue and she has a head wrap on and you know it's blue so you know who it's going to be and misty knight is she is narrating the whole thing and some of what she is saying makes no sense to what marvel has done in their own continuity a couple of months ago now in one place Misty Knight talks about meeting up with the AmeriCorps cops in that... Who are they? Where did they, they come from? They've been in uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America. Okay. A lot. Okay. A lot. I need, I need to go back then and really... And he has he has fought the human versions of them, not these, not these um, all-mechanic okay. ones. Because they remind me of, like, Manhunters. <laughs> it was really it, it weird. Was, it was, like, Manhunters slashed with... Um, with the with the guys from THX one one three eight, what's uh, the movie? Uh, and like and like Westworld and shit like that. It was. I just think that for a number one, they threw a lot at you, but in no ways does it make it interesting to pick up the number two. That's how I felt. We finally learn who Blue is at the end, when she even says, "The goddess has not forsaken us." misty nor has the storm i'm like oh my god really that is just clunky writing and 
Jackson Geis, I've liked his art for many, Again, many, many years. I don't. I was looking forward to him in this book. It looks very. I don't know his art. It, it, I don't know. Something about the art just did not. It just hit. Yeah, it didn't hit it. it didn't no, hit with it. Not I don't at all. know. It just. It, I. I was really disappointed in the book. Like I, I, I wanted this book ever since they were in. I seriously, I wanted this book ever since they were in Black Panther. But if this is what we're gonna get, I don't know. Like I don't know. They even say in the back they're setting the team up. You know, we're still, the team is assembling. I get that. But to have one member say things like, I knew her in another life, what kind of life? I did like that they kept uh, Storm's family from Harlem because her dad was from there. Yeah. Like, that Which was, I thought cool. was cool. Like, yeah, you know, Coates has done his homework. Like, he knows his people. No, I think he, he did. did his homework, but I don't think he's referenced newer stuff. I mean, he did make that one line about Sam Wilson. I just felt a disconnect between the characters. Like, between Misty and Storm, who have worked together, fought together, mourned together. Maybe they were playing it cool. Oh, no, no. Um, I'm... I will, I'm definitely going to try the number two. I'll look at the number no, two. I'm definitely going to try the number two to see where it's going and see how... Like, I, I will definitely sit, you know, sit through it and see and read it and, and see how the team comes together. It seems like they're... You know, they're, they're pulling somewhat of an, a pseudo-organic way of happening. They're all within the neighborhood. Um, although I don't know. Like, I can understand the three of them, you know, Luke Cage, Storm, and Misty Knight, because they're all kind of New York-based. But, but you know, Wakanda and Eden. and Eden, I don't know, you know. It's kind of wondering how it's all going to work out. You know, there's got to be more to them being together just because they're black. You know, I, I, need, I need more, you know, than that. So... Which, the other thing with Misty is I really enjoyed The Last Heroes for Hire. And I just feel like this is a completely different Misty Knight. Completely different. So I don't know if this is closer to the Netflix Misty or what, but it just felt off. Even Storm felt off. I don't know. So the next book up is called Rose from Image Comics. And... Yeah. Uh, talk for a little, will you? Uh, yeah, it's Meredith Finch. She did there the... Oh. Couldn't find it. Okay. Well. Uh, story by Meredith Finch. You know, you might remember her from um, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah, her and her husband did. Uh, art by I.G. Iguara. Iguara, thank you. Uh, colors by I... Tyrona Farrell, letters by Cardinal Ray, and edited by Andy Schmidt. Um, yeah, it's a it's another you know barbarian magic magic fantasy filled world. You know the strong female protagonist and an antagonist, and you know lots of strong females, which I which I liked. Although this this, I mean it's it's sort of a cliched story. She was you know living her life with her family, and then and then her um. Her mother dies, and she is left out, and she has to run into the into the woods and meet so these people, this family, and and there's giant cats. So that, that's this, what I really got of okay. was the giant fucking cats. Right. So, well, know. this in this world, there's an evil queen who is yeah. The she evil wants queen. to be the only one with magic. She wants to tear magic down. So her people are going through just burning down these villages, looking yeah. for the rebels. And we meet Rose, who is from this family that yeah. she's got magic. And the, I'm going to say the 
huntsman fails in his quest. So he goes back to the queen and she gets pissed and sends him out. Yeah, it's very, uh, very tellish. So I'm going to say this. She originally came from the Grimm's Fairy Tales by Xenoscope. I truly felt like this book was a tale from Xenoscope that she was not allowed to tell. So she brought it to Image and told the story. I want to say one really positive thing. So you think wait, wait, wait. so you think it's like a it's so much like um Snow White. I just think that this is too much like this is way the whole thing to me did not feel original, unfortunately. It felt like a failed not pilot, um pitch. Pitch at Xenoscope. That is how I felt this book was. Igara did Yes. The, the art in this? The art is great. I really enjoy the art. Yeah, the art the art is really what kind of like set it up and I was like, okay, you know, so so when I was looking at the pages, I was like, this is really good art. So so you're compelled to turn the page, you know, yeah. by the art by the art alone. It's just I just know what's going on with the story. I mean, I, I know what's going on with the story and, and I for one did not know that she was from uh Xenoscope, you know. Um but but by saying that it really does add to the fact that I was like, okay, you know, th- this was seeming very, very familiar or was a take. I mean, I mean, Rose, it could have been like Rose Red or, or, or something to that effect, although Rose Red was not uh, Snow White. But again, giant cats, though. I mean, what giant cats are amazing. I, I, there's, she didn't have the cat, though, yet. And all we kept seeing was cat eyes and, and, Again, it's going. It looks like it's going to be a a um, a hero's journey aspect. She has been stripped down from from her family, her friends. Um, she's a fledgling, you know, rebel. Not a rebel, but she's a fledgling maid. So she's going to have some magic. So at some point, there has to be a confrontation. I mean, it just it just seems very fairy tale-y. And and again, that's not bad. Yeah, she wrote. Tales. It's not. It's not bad. It's just you know. It's just that, I don't know, I just I wanted more. And I was looking at it just, just to kind of see what was going on between between this compared to her Wonder Woman stint because her Wonder Woman stint was her working within within the DC. And, you know, it didn't really work that well. <laughs> and, and now we're seeing this, which is sort of like a, almost like a fanfic of Snow White. So, so she has written The Little Mermaid for Grimm's Fairy Tales, Tales of Terror, and Tales from Oz. So she's been within that Grimm's world. Okay. And it, it really did feel like this was with it less boobies because Grimm is known boobies. for its boobies. But yes, yes. Uh, the Grimm fairy tales by Xenoscope are known to be very cheesecakey, very TNA. And I'm happy to say that there was not a lot of that in this book. I mean, it was very, you know... No, I think he drew Rose very conservative. She reminds me of Ravager, though. The way her look and everything, her aesthetic, but... But with red hair instead of white. Well, kind of. Yeah. Um, for me, I probably will not be reading the number two. I just did not. Eh. It was not enough for me to... I mean, I'll definitely... Because it's from Image... You just want the giant cat. Yes. So for for Image, though, the one thing about this book that, that, I, that I like is that it is from Image. And Image, you know, their their first five or six collects only $10. So I'll most likely pick it up then mm-hmm. and then read it all together. And then uh, depending Review on that... Yeah, depending on that, we might re- we might be reviewing that for you. So the next book we're going to get into is Z Nation from <laughs> Dynamite. It is the writer Craig Engler and Fred Van Lent, who I like his writing. Artist Edu Mena. Colors Sale 
Ayala. Letters Simon Boland. And the cover was, I have no clue, because it doesn't give a cover artist. So, as seen on Sci-Fi, the whole reason I got this and read this is because I made Des read Walking Dead, so he made me read this. I didn't make you read it. You, you, you got a chance to read it. That was the thing. I, I gave you, I gave you, I gave you a chance uh -huh. to read it. And glad you know, I, I wish I hadn't. You, so you son oh, of a bitch. Oh, cover A is by Dennis Medry. There you, you go. You son of a bitch. So what did you think of it? Since you love no, the no, show. No, 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 no. You got to start now. I, oh, I, I want to see what you. I want to see what you had to say about the book. The only thing I liked about this book was when the two people got skewered by the harpoons <laughs> and dragged up. Yeah, that was pretty the cool. The art wasn't that spectacular, but it was pretty cool to see. Okay. So, but... Storyline, it's cute. There's The cows can be All, zombies. The animals can the be animals zombies. The animals can be zombies. And I love that about it. I love... I. Okay, the one thing about this book and The Walking Dead is it is, is, it is what is, it is compared to a lot is that I, for one, believe that Z Nation on Sci-Fi Network is capital B, etter, better than The Walking Dead. That's fine. I think it's better. It's not going to get as many seasons, I'll tell you that. I don't care. I think it's better. <laughs> Okay, I think I think it, it doesn't take itself seriously. I think it 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 brings a fresh, interesting take on the zombie with all the different zombies and everything. It's like it's just a fun story that doesn't take itself too seriously, right? And I and I and I love that. I love that about it. Um, and I I think it really this is really great. However, having said that, the comic book Walking Dead is miles better than z nation comic book it's just there's just something about this z nation comic that i was just kind of like it, it doesn't have the same feel that the tv show does and and I, maybe that's just because it's different writers or because because uh comic books are a static a static um medium it doesn't transfer well i don't know you know but rich is right the the art really wasn't that strong um, the, these, this is a whole new set of characters. That's my question for you. Are uh, these characters in the book? For the most part. Or in uh, the TV show? No, these are all new people. So so they decided to do brand new characters. And... It's just because it's, it's zombies. It's like it's like the same thing you would do with like, you know, a Fear the Walking Dead. It's well, like oh, it, the whole world right. is zombies. So you can tell anyone else's perspectives you want. So Well, I had no weight to care about these characters. Like, it's cute, you know, the one girl with the shark teeth, and then she's doing that, and the other Which guy who has a death the... wish, yeah. and it's like, so they're trying to insert these characteristics for these people, and it's like, I just, I, mm, I don't know, I didn't, there's a lot of books we read, and even, let's compare it to The Crew, even, because The Crew's a number one as well. The crew gave you a lot of backstory. A lot of backstory. And really tried to let the reader know this is where we are. This is where we're going. Well, this is what happened. This is where we're going. And I feel like when I started reading this, you know, okay, it's a year into. That we understand. So it's a year into the zombie thing. And the first couple pages really show you the um, how drastic the world is. And, like, for some reason, the zombies in this world are Spider-Man. They can crawl up walls. That confused the fuck out of me. 
Um, and you know, you got your good guys, and then they're, they have the thing, and you're trying to get here, and okay. And like I said, the only thing I really enjoyed was watching the two humans get skewered by the yeah the, the uh, harpoons. Yeah. Otherwise, that was it. Like, you don't know anyone. And I don't know if not knowing anyone is good. In a brand new story where you want to connect with these people, at least find someone to connect well, with. Well, that's that's kind of the thing about the series. It's like no one is kind of safe. You have people that have you got long... that weird looking DJ guy uh, that's always been in every episode. No, he hasn't dead? actually. He hasn't been in every episode. Is he dead? Uh, no, but you know, but there are the main cast who have died and changed off, and people. So people, I mean, there are certain people who are sort of safe. And one thing I did like about this is, is it still is continuing the strong, the strong female character. You know, that the 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 woman with the with the machete with the shark teeth, and she's able to cut people's head and pikes them and stuff like that. You know, she's still she's a she was a really interesting kind of cool character, but at the same time, it's just like the art didn't really get get me it. Like, and then the and then the 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 Z's the uh, oh my god everything is a pun yes the, oh my the, god the zampede the the zampede the zampede because it was a zombie bulls I was like oh that's kind of cute you know but at the same time it doesn't have the same impact or the or or the or the wit of of it of when it's on the television I don't know maybe it's just the moving pictures make make it all worthwhile but as a book I don't know like I really do not know I. Again, this is probably one of the ones that I'll most likely end up picking up as a um, trade, as a trade, and then and then reading it and seeing how it compare how it stacks up. But I don't know. I, I don't know. definitely will not be reading the number two, and and that's fine. More for us Z Nami yeah. people. I'm so not, I'm probably gonna either. We are gonna review uh, two books that we really liked. Des has his, and I have mine. So for you, sir, what was your great read this week? Uh, my great read this week was uh, a book called God Shaper from Boom uh, Studios, um, written by Simon Spurrier, illustrated by uh, Jonas Goonface, Jonas Goonface, sorry, lettered by Colin Bell. Uh, yeah, it's a number one, and it's, and it's in a time in which it's, it's, it's interesting. It's in the future. What's the elevator pitch? Tell me what this book's about in a sentence. The elevator pitch is uh, electricity does not work. And instead of that, people have these mystical creatures which are gods. They're like their avatars. Everyone has a god. Everyone has a god. Every, you pray to it, it provides for you. It, it, it creates things for you. It is a... It is a it's like a personal manifestation of, of everything that, that you want and it can become things that can change things, you know, and that's what this gods are. And there are these mythical creatures. And then there are these creatures, these people called uh, the godless and there are people who do not have a deity. Um, and they are shunned of course, because they're not like everyone else. And, and, but they're also um, God shapers because, because they do not, have a god that they worship to they're able to mold other people's gods into things that they want and the gods have different power sets it's sort of like a pokemon kind of thing but you don't have to catch anything <laughs> seriously you know you don't have to catch anything and and the gods battle each other and that's how i assuming wars wars are are, are ended they don't really go much into it and so we meet this meet a character who is a shaper and he he comes into town and he sells his services but they have to keep moving they have to keep moving and and there's this goon who wants 
his services because he wants him to change his his uh, his his god into something else. So he's you know so he has to wrestle it down, and then he, maybe I guess gods don't like to be changed or something, and so the guy like literally dissipates and rearranges the reshapes the god into something new. But while he's doing that, he has a he has a buddy which is which is a godless god, which is which is a humanless god. So what happens is is whenever a human dies, his god is left there with no one. And the god will slowly fade away because he has no one to take care of and no one that that that, that worships him or 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 is, or is his connection. Well, something happened to this god and he has not he has not um faded away and so they form this truce and they basically hustle people and 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 the main character is like you know he's uh gender queer he has sex with both oh men God, and women this two panel thing yeah and he's a rock with a girl he's like he's a music, musician a rockabilly and he's just trying to he's trying to make ends meet and then of course you know, enter in the you know the the woman who 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 needs his help. There's always a someone who needs his help, and she doesn't have a she doesn't have an arm, and she was an investigator, and her arm got taken off. And this is a weird looking book. Too. Yeah, and the artist is the artist is great, but anyway, she she has to try to find the, somebody, and and he gets dragged into into her mess because he he's a good guy, and you find out that he can actually reshape this this uh humanless god for his own needs so he can reshape it into weapons and Interesting whatnot. Interesting little book. It's a great, great book. It's it's all over the place um in terms of you know color and and form. The artist is fantastic. Goonface is doing a really great job. It is a it is a cartoonist style, but the figures are strong and the color work is great. It's just a really fun read with a with a I don't want to say superhero slant, but it's sort of like it, it, the mysticism with the gods and being able to sh- switch them out. It, it, it is a real different take on this sort of, I, I think I keep thinking of Pokemon because this is a creature that travels with you, but it's not, you know, it's like, it's much more adult and, and they're dealing with much stronger issues. And I don't know, it, it was just a really good book. I really suggest picking it up. You know, it's it's a lot of fun. The artwork really is spectacular. Uh, I've read uh, Simon Spurrier's stuff before, like the Spire, Spire, and he has done some stuff with uh, with. Um, he did the Legion arc for yeah, um, yeah. Legacy. Yep. So you you really should um, you really should check it out. You really guys should really should check it out. So real quick, I just want to talk about a book that I loved, even though I have a complaint a complaint about the last page. It still was a great book. Captain America, Sam Wilson, number twenty one. This wraps up. All 21 issues. Oh, 21. Right here. What? Uh, no more Sam Wilson? Uh, well. Wilson! So, Nick Spencer did the writing. Daniel Lacuna was the artist. Rachel Rosenberg was the color artist. VCs Joe Caramagna was the letter. And the cover was done by Daniel Acuna. I just want to say the shield, he gave it up. No! Oh. The whole book is about Misty. Now, the Misty that I'm used to, not the Misty from the crew... <laughs> walking into Sam's apartment, finding a letter where Sam has written this letter to her, explaining everything he's been through and why he's giving the shield up. It was a really well done issue. All leading up to Secret Empire, which comes out next week. Did you cry? 
No, it actually was really good. It, he didn't it looked cry. Bad. Nope. No, he should have cried. Um, it goes, look, there's Misty Knight acting like Misty Knight. Not this weird thing. Have you noticed, though, one thing about it is, like, in this in this one, her her, her afro is so, like, pronounced and big. Uh-huh. And then the other one, it's a little flat. You noticed that? It was raining. No. No. <laughs> How dare you? No. You better spray that shit. Yeah, no, no, no. You pick it out. You aquanet it, and yeah. you, you get it. You get that shit shiny. Storm, look at her. I know. And look at her. Like uh-huh. her. Like that. We're 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 comparing the two, and like her afros are all wonky. Uh-huh. It's it's not circular. Like she 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 would spend some more time on her hair. I'm just saying. She would. So back to this. Um, it talks about what's been going on with Rage getting beat up, and um, is he still 14? Yeah, but he's still in the adult body, and now he's. Pretty much. He should be like 17 by now. I know, right? Um, with the new Falcon in it. Wraps everything up. The one thing I am... Um, so this was all about social media as well. One of the things that Nick Spencer was doing throughout Sam Wilson yes, it's, was... It's everyone, he's like everywhere. And everyone, everyone's eyes was on him. Yes, because he was... He... You had the certain people that excuse me, said, you know, the shield's not yours, give it back. And then you had him trying to tell the people, very, very visible, so people knew what he was doing, and that's what he did. He goes back, he talks to the people, he tries to give this this great speech about not giving up, and then he gives up the shield. We also see the new Patriot, which is going to be coming. He's a young boy. Who From the wants- TV show. From the TV show. Yeah, the Patriot is from the TV show, right? No, this is a young black I know. Boy. I'm just messing oh, okay. with you. So the one thing that I had a problem with is he wrote this long-ass letter and left it for her. And she finally reads it. She runs upstairs. And he just flew out of the window. That oh, is the really? dumbest thing. Really? It should have been just an open window. To see him flying, had she not just ran upstairs, she wouldn't have heard him. That was my biggest... You, They ruined a oh, great, my God. great issue by having him flying out the window in his old Falcon suit. Oh, my God. It should have just been the suit and the shield, and that is it, without him flying. I loved it, even with this stupid panel that never would have happened. You are rolling your head. It was bad. My eyes, if, if, my, if my eyes rolled any harder, <laughs> they would fly out of my head. That is the only problem, is that one thing, if that hadn't been there, it would have been the perfect issue for me. It still was a great issue. I have loved Sam Wilson. I read the Sam Wilson and the Steve Rogers because they both impact each other. You've seen what Steve has done to him from behind the scenes, and next up, the next issue, 22, is going to be a whole new Sam Wilson. He's now going to be on the opposite side of Steve Rogers. I cannot wait to see what he does. Loved it. Except for the ending. Except for that pit. Why? It just is, it makes no sense. The story. I'm going to write you a long-ass letter and then wait until you're almost done and then fly away. How do you know he was waiting? Still, he would have wrote that and then flew off. Just having him flying. Maybe out. May, maybe she no, came by quicker than he was he no. was expecting. Okay. So we got, re- you are just no silly. We have you, two more books for you. You are silly. You are out of control, sir. 
All right. First book we're going to read is a uh, review. review. Yeah, unfortunately, I already read this piece of shit. So. Wow. Okay. Um, it's a Weapon X, number one. Uh, okay. So, uh, obviously, by, by his tone, Rich did not like uh, Weapon X, number one. Uh, it was written by Greg Pak. Pencer was Greg Land. Inker was Jay Liston. Colorist was Frank D'Armada. And letterer was VC's Joe Caramanga. I think he has pretty much lettered every Marvel comic we've read. I think so. And there is a bunch of cover artists, it looks like. Yes. Yep. So I want I want you to get it out, get it out first, and then and then I'll I'll say my piece because no, I, want you I to, went first the last. No, no, no! no times. I want you to get it off. I want you to get it out. I don't. I, I am calling it way too early. I don't understand why this book is being made. Why Weapon X wants useless people like War? I love Warpath, but what makes Warpath so special to the Weapon X program and Domino? But these are all mysteries. Ah, uh, didn't care. These are all mysteries that 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 the writer Greg Pak is going to tease out. That's why I said it's too early for me to hate it. Well, what just, didn't you like about it? We what all know the people that have never heard this don't know how I feel about lack of a word penciler for this book. That's fine, but what did you think of the story? Minus, I the, said, the, the I, it's, the... I don't understand the purpose of this book. We have this new X age, this new era where mutants are supposed to be heroes and blah, blah, blah. We're moving forward. And then they drag us back with this bullshit, let's kill all mutants. That was not necessary for me personally. Do not think this book is necessary. Y'all can disagree. I hope you like it. I hope it sells well. I'm still carrying it. I'm still ordering it. Personally, don't understand the need for this book. Wow. Um, okay. You well, loved it, though. No, I still didn't love it. I, I, I thought you it was said okay. You really liked it. Yeah. I'm a fan of Greg Pak's writing. I As took, am I. Took a chance on it. Um, yes, it is too early to see what's going on, because we don't know the clear motivation of what Weapon X is doing. I know Weapon X always wanted to create weapons, you know, control the weapons, but it seems like this new incarnation of them is trying to use mutants to kill mutants, or to create a new type of sentinel because we see new types of sentinels that that old man logan can't detect um and that Sabretooth could not detect um but we do know that they are using the technology gleaned from lady deathstrike as the as the sentinels were able to uh elongate their fingers like lady deathstrike so so they're they're using these parts of them to create stronger better killing machines and one of the scenes that I really enjoyed from this book was the scene in which Old Man Logan talks to Sabretooth. The whole interaction between Sabretooth and 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 Wolverine was great, in my opinion. In which, because like, I, in when Wolverine is in the library and he's doing research about various different things, and and he's looking up at the camera when he leaves. We're like, okay, what's going on? You know, it seems like he was just noticing that that he's been on camera, and you find out that he actually used himself as a bait in order to get Sabretooth to team up with him. I thought that was really a cool thing to do. Um, I and I like that Sabretooth was caught off guard by this by this seemingly little girl who turned out to be a killing machine. It's like, like it's interesting. Like I, I want to see Wolverine, this new incarnation of Wolverine team up with this old, you know, um, Sabretooth. It's sort of like 
you know, the 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 old Superman teaming up with the new 52 Batman. It's like there's this distrust and what's going to happen. And then I love how Wolverine basically took the choice out of Sabretooth's hand because they have to work together in order to kill the Sentinel that showed up and blew up his house. Like, I I thought it was interesting. I I thought it was fun to see these characters interact in this way because we've never really seen old man Logan uh, interact with Sabretooth. I thought it was interesting. Now, the artwork, yeah, it's Greg Land. He's a tracer. We get that. Uh, does it really take away from the story? I don't really think so. I he His style doesn't offend me as much as it does Rich. I really don't care. Um, I just like what's happening. Would I prefer it to be Ken Lashley? Of course. Would I prefer it to be, you know, someone, and you know, in my opinion, an artist who actually takes, takes the time to trace? Yes. But this is who we have. Does it drain, does it deter from the story that much? I don't think so. I I'm definitely gonna try number two just to see where it goes. And I love uh Eureka. I love seeing the death strike scratching on the window, I'll kill you all. How she did that shit backwards is amazing, but it was amazing. You can't write backwards? I can't write backwards. Oh I can. Oh. Well you're a you're a mutant then. There you go. So that's just my little take on it. No, you're allowed. I, you know, like I said, I know I have a lot of customers that love Greg Land, and I'm glad they do. You like who you like. That is amazing. No, don't get me wrong. I I think Greg 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 Land is a as a tracer, and and I really hope that you know he would you know not use so much photo real photo photo photos as reference, you know, full on. But that's his style. Does it relate to tear from the book? Eh. No. I just don't understand the, the purpose of this book yet. I will and, continue to read it. And maybe we don't need to right now, you know. For it to work for me in this new landscape, it that's do, you. for me it does. Okay. Because this, this book goes against everything I feel like they're trying to do. But we got to have a place for these. Sabretooth's voice in this was so off compared to every other book he's been in since Axis. That was another problem I had. Mm, I don't know. I'm going to disagree with you on that one. Well, you yeah. stopped reading Uncanny, so you didn't read no, him and M. I went back and read read a, read a few of them, not as many as many, because I didn't really like the whole M yeah. thing. Yeah, so with me, this the voice. If anything, is a I would I would hope that M would pop up in this one. That's what I'm hoping. You know, that's yeah, I would I would have liked that because it seemed like their their kind of quote unquote relationship, whatever it was, kind of ended too abruptly, or it's like they kind of are writing it out now. I don't know why. Yeah, we'll see. But I, yeah, I think it'd be great if him shows up. It'll be it'll be that stock face. She'll have that stock face that Greg Land does all the time. But you know, she'll be black. That that one model has been so many different nationalities. Uh huh. She was in there as X twenty three. Yeah, yeah. And in a was, pose that makes no sense, he obviously traced from someone else. Yeah. And know. doesn't understand how X's claws work. Anyhow, let's go on to our <laughs> last book. X Men Blue, which wraps up the the not really two, wraps up, it is kind of it, no for us it, it wraps up the flagship oh, books because does it really? I thought there was one more. Well, gold was last week, blue is this week. But it's I only think, X in the blue. Oh, oh, you're talking about the flag. I'm sorry for you, their you, flagship you did, books. You did mention it was it was flagship books because they've been putting this thing in the back, which is uh, which is like I guess a check sheet. Yeah. So now, because like I mean, if you really want to get all the X books, the ones that have come out so far just. Well, yeah, X Men Gold, X Men Blue, Weapon X, and All New Wolverine, which I did not. Which read. was, we didn't talk about it. I wanted to review it last week. Leonard Kirk, I love Leonard Kirk's art. 
I love the all-new Wolverine. I This new costume they have, it's got body armor. Gabby's in it with a weird little costume of her own as her sidekick. Leonard Kirk's art in Squadron Supreme, on point. His artwork in All New Wolverine, kind of rushed. I was I had high hopes. I still really enjoyed the story of All New Wolverine. It's a new direction for Resurrection. She's working with S.H.I.E.L.D., even though we know S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't exist. So, it, it still was pretty good. And we have Cable coming up, Generation X coming up, Jean Grey coming up, Iceman, uh, Old Man Logan... Was it this week? Yeah, this week started its last arc with Jeff Lemire's writing. Uh, we'll get a brand new writer starting in, I want to say, June, maybe? Okay. And then The Astonishing X-Men, which they haven't solicited yet. So, yeah, we got a lot of X-Books coming out now. So, it is the Age of X. This is her resurrection, resurrection. everybody. Hallelujah! Happy Easter, by the way, to those who celebrate um, so yeah, we get the X-Men, the Uncanny X-Men, written, written by, <laughs> shut up, written by Colin Bunn, artist was uh, Jorge Molina and Matteo Bafangi, uh, colorist was Matt M Milla, and letter was VCs Joe Caramanga, this man has got work. He gets work. This man is a workhorse. He is. Seriously. He is. Working like crazy. He um, needs his name on the cover, though. I feel like they don't. Yeah, they got to put his name on the cover. He is just like crazy. Why don't they give him credit? You know? I know. He's... It, without the letters, you don't read fucking nothing, Marvel. <laughs> and DC. DC doesn't do it either. Yeah. I think letters need to get their name on the cover. I agree. Cover artist for the main cover artist was Arthur Adams. Fantastic cover. And Peter Sturwald. Uh, and then there was uh, tons, tons, tons of variant cover artists. But for this one, we get the 05. And we see that they are no longer the 05, really. These are the... New old five. Yeah, they're, they're just the regular five now. They're just a regular. <laughs> they're, they're our five because they're, they're, they're not going back no more because as we found out at the end of the last one, <laughs> we found out at the end of the last one, uh, they have no world to go back to. So this, nope. is, this is our... This is our Scott, Emma, sorry, our Scott, our Gene, shut up. Because <laughs> they, they were together for so long, it's weird. So now they're all dead. So we got, they're, they're on missions. What are they doing? We don't know. All I know is they are stopping mutants from being bad. And they are, they're, they're, they're a team. They're a team and they're just living their life. I, I I don't know what else to say. They go up against Juggernaut and Black Tom, and which I, I thought was kind of cool because I think that was the Secret Wars reset everything because Juggernaut and Black Tom. Remember, Juggernaut wasn't Juggernaut. No, he wasn't. And Black Tom was last we saw him, he was a plant. Yeah, he was a piece of wood. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And whoever designed Juggernaut's new costume with the steam and all it's that called kind of Edit. Tim Gunn, Edit. He would say Edit. <laughs> But I did like uh, Black Tom back to his original costume. One of the retailers, ret it was either retailers or a comic, someone, I don't remember what I saw. Someone's like, when did he get Batman Beyond Simple? Because <laughs> it's a bat. And then I'm he said like, that from the beginning. It, it, I know he has. I, we knew that. Um, so in this, we got the Henry McCoy is now a magician. You know what? I have got to say. Out of all of the changes they did to the 05, all of that them, you like. That is awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Because I always thought 
that Beast was 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 one of those characters. Like I, I love this our incarnation of Beast. He seems to be much more um I don't want to say strong-willed, but he seems to be much more like together. Like he's learning, he's he's changing and becoming better. And I and I think that's one of the things that I that I finally come to enjoy about the O5 is that they have seen what their counterparts or older selves become and they can change that. And I think it's a great writer that will allow the characters to actually see those messages of what happened and then reflect on them as characters and then change and i think that's what bobby's doing that's what hank is doing that's definitely what gina's doing as she is the leader and i think the only person that has not done it yet is scott and that is intentional well i think scott is doing it too because he doesn't want to grow up to be that scott right, and he joined another team he's in the champions now which they make light of in here yes. about well do you do this with your other team yeah like, I like that Scott is branching out. I've always, since I started reading comic books, I've always hated Scott Summers. Oh, really? I've never liked him. Claremont would always write him, oh my God, I can never open my eyes. And it was always just... Oh, he was very maudlin. It was, he was annoying as fuck. He was a very and sad then guy. He went yeah. through a, then, then he fucking left his wife and child... Because Jean's back. So you fucking abandoned your family. Like, I've never... She was like, alone anyway. It doesn't matter. He had a child. And that, that you baby... You still... You still... I've never liked him. That, and then, that baby had a virus. And then, <laughs> I just... I'm glad that we finally get a chance. The only one here is the new Archangel. I'm sorry. Just Angel. With the flame wings... What direction is he going to take? Because I don't know. The, he sees, well, actually, he doesn't because they never show him. Warren is now dead inside and all this the stuff new Warren, with the wings. Yeah. The new Warren. The weird Warren who's like, we have like, is there like three different Warrens though? Nope, there's only the two now. The two now? Okay, yeah. there was like a whole bunch of them for a while there. And like, I really enjoy Jean Grey, this young Jean Grey, stepping up into the leadership. I like that her and Scott aren't dating. Thank God. But I don't know about I miss this. that. You're sad? I miss that. I wish... I, I, there's two things that I miss. I miss that Scott and Jean will no longer be together. But, eh. And then I... I, I and then I lamented the fact that I, I really liked... Um, uh, Angel and... Uh, Bobby. No. Doing it. No. Laura. Wolverine, oh yes. Wolverine. Like, yeah, yeah, I missed yeah. that. Like I, I really wish that they were there were certain things about the O five that I that I really enjoyed, but I think it's kinda cool to see them working together as a team and actually like we're gonna do this. But that and then them work trying to work together and then and then Hank sending, you know sending, you know, the juggernaut, you know, to New Zealand or the uh, wherever through hell was awesome. I was like and he him with the sigil and everything, and then fucking Scott freaking out about it. I was like, "Shut up, Scott!" It's like, <laughs> "Shut up." So he saved all your asses. You you were a little more apprehensive about the O five. You really wanted them to go back, and it seems now you're more on board with them staying, which is a good thing. Well, you know why, right? Because they finally addressed the fact that they can't. Right. Because because as a as a reader. As a reader, I could not get invested in these characters because I knew that it wouldn't last. Now I know it has to last. And now I can finally let that go and let these people be who they're going to be. And I think that shows a lot, not just for me as a, not just as for readers, but for these characters as well. 
Now, that ending of seeing Magneto... Lead them. Leading them. Like, I have no idea. And it seems like after what happened in X-Force, sorry, that uh, Magneto is leading from the shadows because everyone believes that he's dead. Uncanny X-Men. Sorry, Uncanny X-Men. I apologize. Uh, That he is leading from the the shadows. So I want to see where that goes and why are they working with him because they left. They left... And it was like maybe a month after they had had their first encounter with him. So, and I know that I trust Colin Bunn to explore that at some point. What did you think of the art? I enjoyed it. I thought it was fine. I thought I thought it was serviceable. I know Jean's gray face. Jean Gray's face was a little angular at times. I, I noticed that straight off the bat, but I thought overall it was a dynamic. It was a dynamic style, a little bit reminiscent of like John Boy Myers and a little bit more of the, the more cartoony straight, like, cause if you notice, there's not a lot of muscle tone in them. It's a lot of the, it's, it's a, it's a cartooning style. Not that that's a bad thing. It's just, it, it, I thought it was okay. I enjoyed it. What did you think about the costumes? Because they're using two different, two different uh, costume templates. You've got the X that comes from the chest that, Beast, Iceman, and Jean Grey are wearing, which are the ones I really like. And then Warren and Scott have the weird side with the X in a circle on their chest. And all of them come down to a line, and then depending on the color scheme. I loved the boots that they use, like on the cover. Yeah, the X boots. I love them. I prefer a, a unified look for these guys. I prefer this look over what they were in before. They look much more like a team, you know, and that's what I like about it. Marvel girls in her green and yellow. Scott's in his blue. Warren's in his white. Well, red and white. The red and white. Beast is in his pseudo. Beast kind of looks like a little bit like he's, I'm getting a lot of like Wonder Man in him. You notice that? Well, not only that. Well, no, Wonder Man's the perfect, yeah. I liked when he was the rust when he either wore the oranges or the rust. Oh yeah. Those were the colors. Cause remember in one of the X factors, they stuck him in uh, brown and yellow. Wasn't yeah. a fan of the brown and yellow. No, it wasn't good. But I think the rust on him. <laughs> no, he I, also, I take that back. I like the brown. I thought the brown was all right. The, the brown and the yellow. Yeah. That was an all right look. Well, it was okay. Just didn't mix, mix with the rest of them with primary colors. The other thing he looks like is a wrestler. They have made his arms so big. Well, he's always Where's been. His, why isn't his feet big? Remember, his feet were always yeah, supposed to be big too. Yeah, that was the thing. His he always had his his hands and his feet were were un- always misproportioned. Yeah, they were always larger, considerably larger than the rest of his body, and that's they added to a bit to his clumsiness. With not clumsiness because he's actually very agile, but just how he looks. What did you think about the backup story? Uh, is that the is that the Wolverine Wolverine son from the Ultimate Ultimates? Is that who that that's is? That's what people are saying. That's fine. I, I was more, you know what? In all honesty, I was more excited to see Wendigo. Really? It sounds so weird, but I've always loved Wendigo. I all say the it stories. Wendigo. Wendigo is fine. Wendigo well, no, is fine. That's how I say it. Yeah. Now, who I was hoping that was was Ray's. I really was hoping really? that. I for me, yes, because mm-hmm. he's still here. We know from the things to come that those future X Men will be coming back. I guess I was just hoping. That it was um, Wolverine and Mystique's son. No. That's just me. They're not going to do it. No. 
but I can't wait. We have a things to come picture. But again, like I just honestly, I was expecting to see him. Seriously, like I've just if it is the son from Ultimate X Men, I just like oh okay. I wonder what's gonna happen there. Like I, it's one of those things where it's like, like it's it's kind of like a eh. You know, I, I have no emotional attachment to that character, and I don't... I just think, for me, it's eh. unnecessary. We already have... They really There's have... like eight Wolverines running around. Yes. We, so, Laura... Up, X, don't read it, right? Laura is supposed to be the Wolverine, yet Old Man Locust in, in, is in every book. Like, yep. she's got one, one book, and now we have another one. Yep. So, the things to come, we've got Snick. They're going to meet him, of course. Yeah. Then we have... Generation X, the original team. Which I was surprised. We even see Mondo. Mondo never really was in an issue. Nope. Because he betrayed the team twice because he was with one of the Frost, Cordelia mm-hmm. Frost. Uh, and then we see Sink dead, Skin dead, Jubilee depowered, and Chamber. And I was like, what? Yeah, but they're all in the original costumes. Yeah. Too. And then we get the rematch with the future. X-Men, loved, and then an ominous To Me My X-Men. Yeah, Professor, Professor X. X. From the past. So, so are we going to get, this is how we're going to get new Professor X. He's going to be coming. It's OPX, original Professor X. Ooh, original Professor, Professor what's X. What's going on there? I don't know, but I'm interested. I'm, I hate I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. What do you hate about? That I got hooked on X-Men Blue now. It's like Because you hated the kids. But now, again, again, I, I'm able to, I'm able to accept them. I'm like, all right. You're here to stay. Let's let's get some stories out of you. But let's go in a different direction that you've... We don't want rehash. We want new. Explore those magic. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of magic, where the hell is she? Uh, uh, who knows? She'll be in Uncanny, hopefully. Probably. Or not Uncanny. <laughs> Gold. Or Astonishing. Maybe. Maybe. All right, everybody. So thank you so much for tuning in for this uh, episode of the Geek Chat. We love having you. Hope you enjoyed it. Again, if you ever want to contact us, send us an email at thegeekchat at gmail.com or you can go to Facebook and join the Facebook group. want to give a special thanks to our sponsors. First one is Gene Gelmet of rltpress.com. You can check his stuff out at on a comic resources column, The Line It Is Drawn. He is a featured artist there. Or you can also check out his stuff at his personal site, rltpress.com. Thank you, Gene, for all that you do. Um, also, we have something special coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks, so stay tuned for that. I'm going to give a special thanks to Terry Miller, our mistress of the mixed board. She's the woman that does all those fantastical sounds that you hear at the beginning and the end of the show. Thank you. Also, get better, Terry. We know you just had surgery, and uh, the Geek Chat is sending you lots of love. I also want to give a major shout-out to our... Uh, major sponsor, Whatever Comics, located at... 548 Castro Street in sunny San Francisco, located between 18th and 19th. Check us out on the web under Whatever Store Online and on Facebook under Whatever Store. Give us a like. Alrighty. So again, I'm Desmond. I'm Rich. And we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. The Geek Chat.